I want to talk to y'all today about depression. Depression comes through different forms and at different levels. A person can be depressed, but not be suicidal. They can be depressed about what's happening or going on in their life, what's happening on their job and their family, or simply because someone they loved or regarded passed away. Or they can be clinically depressed, which is a depression on a whole different level. That type of depression is a deep-seated darkness rooted in chronic pessimism. It just hangs over a person's life, leaving them drained by life itself. Now, this type of depression can be fatalistic. It has this feeling of looking into a black hole and being overwhelmed by the darkness. And if there is hope, any hope at all, it is minuscule at best. It is a depression anchored in hopelessness. Now, given the circumstance of our culture and the world at large, many people are wrestling with some form of depression. And if the truth be told, we have all had a moment when we felt depressed about something or someone, some situation. But the question is whether or not that moment of depression became a life of depression. More and more people are diagnosed with depression and given our propensity as a culture to medicate rather than deal with the cause of the problem, we anesthetize the pain. And as time passes, what was one thing becomes a series of things. Now we are lost, broken, feeling anxious, desperate, and depressed. Life has lost its meaning and there's nothing to live for. Guess what? That is exactly what the enemy wants us to think. He wants us to think that our lives are arbitrary, random, absent of any type of rhyme or reason, living at the mercy of whatever comes our way. He wants us to feel like there's no sense of movement to it all. Because if we buy into that thought process, then we live in the reality that we don't matter. And if we don't matter, then why exist at all? Do you hear the pattern? Do you hear that enemy sneaking in there? Steal, kill, and destroy. Our thoughts lend perspective and strength to our reality. If we believe the lie, then the lie becomes our truth, which does not bring forth life, but death, which is Satan's objective. The truth of the matter is God does have a plan for each life, and it was set in motion the day we cracked our mother's womb. God did not drop us off and say, okay, see you when it's all over. I hope you make it. <laughs> no, no. He said to our life what he said to Israel when they were in captivity in Jeremiah 29, 11 through 13. I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and go and pray to me and I will listen to you. I will, I will, and you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. They were in bondage because of their own sin, but God's reality was not to leave them there. He always intended to bring them out. They saw captivity. God saw a season. They saw an evil regime. God saw a tool being used in his hand to make them better. Never forget, never forget, 
Every season, every moment, every person is a tool in the hand of God. He uses it all to get us to the destiny he ordained at our birth. The enemy wants to derail God's plan through our complicity. He wants us to agree with his story for our life rather than believe the truth of God's word. However, God's thoughts for humanity are built in the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. That reality is the representation of not only his plan, but his love. God's love never fails. It always produces hope because he is the God of the living and not the dead. Calvary was one of the darkest days, darkest times in human history. All of creation had a reason to be depressed, but it was also the most glorious. It looked destructive. It felt evil. It seemed hopeless. But here's the truth behind the darkness. Resurrection was on the way. And what looked like an ending was the start of new beginnings all over the world. If people can uh, only look to him and not themselves or the things they go through or the situations they deal with, resurrection will come. Depression lives because hope seems absent. That is the only reason it has power. But when we understand that God has commissioned resources, opportunities, and people to his purpose and cause for our life, depression no longer has power. It must end. So what is the remedy? How do we fight the spirit of depression? Well, here it is. Open your mouth and call out to the one who made you, the one who spoke all things into existence, call out to Jesus, knowing that he always listens to his children. Don't let the silence fool you. God is listening and is up to something big. Seek him. Listen for his voice. Search for him in every nook and cranny of life with your whole heart. Because when we do, hope finds us, even when we're standing in the dark. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, Marshville, North Carolina, and you've been listening to Soul Food. Mm-hmm.